All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of The Police and the People. We are at episode number 23, and today we're going to be talking about getting through the coronavirus pandemic. And actually, uh, Josh is not here with me. He is uh, here with me by phone because of the whole isolation um, issue that we're, we're enduring right now. How you doing, Josh? I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, sunny here at my house. It's, uh, it's a nice day, so no yep. complaints. It, no it, complaints on that. A, I was I was out there playing with my dog uh, just a few minutes ago, so it's kind of nice. Yeah, it's a good day here too. It's sunny. I was out, went for a jog today, just to kind of get out of the house a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I know that's that's kind of the key, right? During yep. uh, during these times, don't uh, don't uh, hunker down too much and and spend all your time inside. Try to get out and get a little fresh air here and there, right? Get some fresh air and have some patience. Yes, with, with your yep. roomies. I, I think you hit it right on the head. <laughs> you have to learn to, the deep breathing exercises, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this, this this is an exercise in mindfulness for a lot of people, right? Exactly. I think we we're going to see two things after this. We're going to see a lot of Corona babies, right? Like yep. baby boomers, and we're going to see a lot more divorces. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's 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 going one way or the other, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh again, yeah, we're gonna be talking about getting through the virus. But really quick, uh if you could please head over to Patreon uh and support us. All we ask for is uh, you know, a little monthly donation. Uh five bucks a month would be great. Uh, this helps us pay the bills, helps us to keep this podcast going, and it also helps us to pay our engineer. Uh, if you'd like to uh, donate, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash the police and the people. And it asks you there if you want to be a patron and how to do it. So uh, please help out. All right. And uh, moving on here. So what's going on with Granite State Police Career Counseling and their classes, Josh? So right now we are kind of in a, a holding pattern. Like like most of the country, unfortunately, we as we know, this uh, this pandemic changes not not month to month or week to week, not even day to day, right? It's even hour to hour seems in like some it, places yeah. that, that, you know, it seems to be shifting. So unfortunately, what we've had to do is suspend training for the months of April and May. And with the hopes of kind of getting back uh, back with our hosting agencies and back with our instructors, maybe in June and July. So unfortunately, we've had to hit the pause button just like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, but I encourage anybody that follows our company or, or attends our trainings regularly, just uh, check out our website regularly. Stay in contact with us because we we do have classes planned for the near future. It's just figuring out. When is a safe time and a responsible time for us to be getting people together in the in, in a room, you know, getting 20, 30 people into a room together? Right. So that's really what we're looking at right now. Okay. All right. If you are currently enrolled in one of our any of our classes, again, we're not looking to cancel the classes. We're just going to be pushing them out. So if you'd like to stay enrolled, you will, we will certainly keep your, your position um, on the roster. Um, but if you would... Um, rather just uh, get a refund and maybe just try it again later, uh, you can do that as well. Just contact me at uh, tjones at gs-pcc.com, and I'll make that happen for you. You know, one of the interesting things is all of the hosting agencies that, you know, that we've been in contact with, they're already sending me dates. You know, even some of them, 
in early June, and I'm even saying, well, why don't, we, why don't we wait until late June or July to give this even more time? So I think that just speaks to how excited a lot of these departments were to bring us in uh, to run some of these trainings. So that, that's been kind of a silver lining in all this, uh, is that everybody's still been very, very supportive and very um you know, enthusiastic about yeah. hosting GSPCC classes. Yes, yes, yeah, that's true. And boy, I tell you, we had some good enrollments. Uh, we were, we were yeah, doing really well. We even had a class at the uh, New Hampshire Police Standards and Training uh, that got canceled. Uh, our leadership class or our right. push pushed out. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to reschedule it, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Yeah, so getting I think on. It's it's just patience, like you said. Everybody just needs to be patient. Uh, you know, the United States has seen much, much worse than this yes. in our, in, you know, in, in, even in your, in my lifetime, we have seen much, much worse than this. And think of the things that our parents and our grandparents had to go through, um, that I think we will look back and say COVID-19 was a, a serious thing, a significant thing. Um, but generations before us went through much more difficult times. Yes, yes. If you want to get, um, you know, a dose of reality, read a book about the Dust Bowl. And, sure. uh, and you'll understand what hard times were about um, in, in that area, yep. in, in, our, in our Midwest. All right. Cue the music. All right, everyone, welcome back. Um, we're going to be talking about getting through this pandemic, okay? There's some things we're going to, stuff you've heard before. We're just kind of parroting everything that you've heard on the news and such, but we're just kind of giving our little bit of a New Hampshire spin on it. Um, the, the first thing I want to open up with is I want to thank all of the first responders out there and people who work in the hospitals and clinics who are basically the front lines, right? Yeah, They're out there absolutely. dealing with it, you know. Um, we're here at our houses, um, safe and sound. I mean, we do have to go out and get food occasionally, but other than that, we've been, we've been staying here. And uh, these people don't get that, that choice. They're out there on the front lines. So um, if you ever get the opportunity to see f fire people, even police officers, um, but definitely people who, uh, medical staff, uh, doctors, nurses, any other staff that work there, thank them, you know, send them some flowers or something. And I wouldn't even uh, forget about, you know, your public works. Uh, you know, my trash day was a day or two ago, and here were the people coming out and picking up the trash just like they always do. Yeah. And you can't forget, these people have lives, they have families, they're thinking about their own health. Right. And they, they don't get the ability to, as I said, hunker down like maybe you and I. Um, so there are a lot of folks out there that are still going to work every day. And there are a lot of folks out there that unfortunately their business or their workplace has dried up because of COVID-19. Um, so that's why I've, I've been preaching. Just remember, there's a lot of people that are in probably worse shape than you or I. Absolutely. I mean, the numbers just came out. It was over 3 million, uh, claims for, um, for assistance because of loss of jobs. Sure. Unemployment, three million in yep. a week. That is ridiculous. 
ridiculous. This is crazy. Um, I think in, after we get through this, there are going to be people. We're going to lose some people because of the the virus, absolutely. But I think the the most significant impact that's going to last for all of us is the financial impact. Yes. Um, we're well, in the in the stress impact. I, I yeah, heard uh, a doctor too, yeah. make a comment that you'll probably see more health related issues in in relation to the stress than the virus itself. When when you really start to look at you know look at it from a uh, from a broad perspective, how many people are being impacted by stress, mental health, um, you know, so on and so forth because of the loss of work and just, you know, the unknown right now, just the uncertainty about, you know, when will we get back to some semblance of normal? You have a lot of folks that uh, they are creatures of habit and this has really thrown off their routines and that can be very difficult for some people. Oh, Yeah very difficult for some people um heck me i like my routine um, sure but now i have to share a house with my my son and my, and my <laughs> wife and kind of messes up my routine you know right so <laughs> i said to my wife and kids the other day you know i love all you but i can't wait till you're not here all the time <laughs> oh yeah yep yep yeah. yep I, I, we all feel the same way <laughs> yeah yep and i'm sure they can't wait to not see me constantly either. <laughs> All right. Another point I want to bring up is, you know, we need to take precautions. Um, and, and, and the biggest precaution is just staying home. Um, and, and also, if you are out of a job, you need to contact um, state agencies to help you um, get some money coming in. As I understand it, this new rescue package from Congress is going to help a little bit. Um, so, there is going to be some money coming out. Um, I think they said within the next two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, so there's that. So, um, make sure you reach out to state agencies to, to get some help so that, uh, you're not penniless, you know, so that you can buy some food. But on that same yeah, I, note, I, 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 let me get this out, Josh. I just want to sure. emphasize, please do not hoard. Do not go to the grocery store and buy, all of the beef or all of the chicken. <laughs> As I understand it, they're starting to um, institute policies now where you can only buy so many rolls of toilet paper and, and, and so many items that seem to be disappearing the quickest. Um, so, but just think about it. We, the trucks are still running. You know, the truck drivers are still out there. The stuff is still being delivered. We're not in that place yet where, you know, the stores are just going to be... Um, without food we're not there so you know don't deny other people certain items just because you want to fill your basement with toilet paper right yeah and that's what i was going to say is use common sense um you know i was in the grocery store a few maybe two days ago and on the aisle with all the paper towels they had you know plenty of paper towels and for a split second i thought about filling up my cart with paper towels just because I'm, you know, I'm starting to play into this a little bit and I'm thinking, well, if I come in here next week and need some, they're going to be gone because everybody else is like you said, filling up basements and garages with tons of, you know, of, of paper products and hand sanitizer and so on and so forth. Right. You know, fortunately 
I resisted that. And I bought a couple of rolls, which is what we need. And I bought one or two more just in case. But, you know, I didn't roll out of there with filling up my car. Um, you know, we, we can't get to the point that, uh, you know, that, that, that we're we're almost trading in toilet paper, that that's becoming our, our currency. <laughs> our you currency. know, we, we can't get to that. I mean, that's, but I think that plays into that, uh, that concept that all of the um, peripheral stuff can become more dangerous than the virus itself. Uh, the, the numbers that I was looking at last night um, in New in, in the United States, you know, you have a, you have a one and a half percent chance of dying from COVID-19. Um, I want to say worldwide, it's like four and a half percent. You get into Europe, it's, it's a different, you know, a different ball game. But right. uh, while this is serious and everybody needs to take it serious and, you know, listen to your leaders, if they are, uh, you know, if your governor or your mayor or whoever makes those calls at your level is saying, stay home, don't do this, don't do that. Listen, follow those uh, directives. But that doesn't mean that this is not Armageddon. And no, I think that's the not. problem is some people are treating it that way. Right. And they're causing a lot of stress uh, globally by doing that. Yep, I agree. I agree. And I think the, the media is a little bit to blame for that. Um, sure. We need to... Because it's a story. Measured. We're doing an episode on it today, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the news. Yeah, it is the news. We need to be measured in all this and understand that we are going to get through this. This is a virus. We've got this, okay? We're going yep. to find a cure, not a, a cure, but a, um, an inoculation that can, um, uh, I, I got a feeling that's going to happen soon. And I know that we as a country, we're going to stay below that curve. Um, I just know that we are because that's, that's who we are. We're the, you know, the home of the brave, land of the, uh, land of the free, home of the brave. Is that right? We're American. Weren't you we're in the military, resilient. Tim? I was. To you. Yeah, we're resilient. I want to go back to what you were talking about, about uh, toilet paper being the currency. I have a, a kind of funny story. So about six months ago, I decided um, that I wanted uh, an AR-15 rifle. And I, I'm, I'm pretty much a, a Second Amendment guy, but I, I don't own a lot of guns. I'm just not a, a real gun guy. But I decided I wanted one. So I was talking to a buddy of mine. Who, who's an armorer, and he's really into guns. And he said, hey, let's just build one. So he sent me a, a list of parts to order. And the only thing that, was, that I had to go through a dealer for was the lower receiver, because that's the part with the serial number. And I ordered the parts, and then it just sat in a box in my office for months and months and months. And when this started happening, I said to my wife, I said, you know, we have a lot of deer on our property, and if, if need be... You know, if, if, if there's no more food, I'm going to have to start killing deer to eat. So I, want, I wanted that rifle. So I called my buddy, and we, we tried to set it up. And unfortunately, because his wife was sick, not with uh, COVID-19, but she was sick, I decided to just leave him a box of, a box of rifle for him to put together. And, uh, but he was telling me that they were very low on toilet paper because he couldn't get any. And so I, you know, being the, the good guy that I am, I filled the box up with some toilet paper and, and uh, my box of rifle and toilet paper and I left it for him. And he was, he was quite grateful. So I did kind of pay him in toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that, that those are wonderful gifts on your on your front steps, right? Yeah. They are 15 in toilet paper. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, yep. anybody would want that under their Christmas tree, Tim. So I think those are great gifts. <laughs> if so, I put a little beer in there, it would have been uh, the yeah, best, yeah. right? <laughs> then you'd never leave the house. Yeah, exactly. Well, I picked it up yesterday, so I am now the proud owner of an AR-15. So, yeah. All right, so moving on. So we wanted to, to just kind of talk about some silver linings and all of this. And I'm not sure if, if you guys listening have ever heard uh, Jocko Willink's Good. Um, I'm not sure who put it together, but they just took a snippet of his podcast and they kind of added some music to the background. But uh, he talks about how when things don't go the way you want them to, instead of reacting negatively, just immediately say the word good. And what it does is it forces you to look for silver linings. It, it forces you to look for some sort of positive aspect out of it, right? Yeah, I think it, I think it also forces you to look at tough situations as opportunity for growth. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what we need to do here. We're, yeah. we're isolated. You know, as a company, we're not making any money right now. And, you know, we're sometimes we're getting on our on the nerves of each other in the house and some people are out of jobs as well. But what are some of the silver linings? Um, I guess I'll start this Um, one that I particularly like is I'm having a great time with my family. Yeah. Um, Yeah. My my son is 20. Um, He's a UNH student. So they closed down. So we had to come home. My daughter still lives in Rhode Island, but we talk to her pretty regularly. But it's really nice. We've been watching movies at night. Um, we haven't done that in ages, my wife and I. Um, it's been really nice. Um, my son's a finance major, so he and I, he's been teaching me a lot about stocks and bonds. Um, and we talk about the current market. So I don't know. I'm, I'm loving that part of it. I really am. How about you? I was gonna, The exact same thing. Um, you know, my kids are much younger, but um, there was a period where we played a lot of board games in my house. Yep. And then as the kids got older, you know, they just get in, into more things. Right. Uh, recently, though, we've been playing board games again. And it it seems it's kind of, you know, leave it to beaver like, but right. uh, we've had fun and we've watched movies. What, what I've been doing is uh, pulling up a lot of you know, what you and I might call classic movies yeah. that my kids are looking at it saying, what is this? Yep. What, what, what were you people watching, you know, 20, 25 years ago? And, uh, so that, that's been kind of fun too. Uh, I think unfortunately my kids think, you know, that I'm the biggest geek on the face of the earth now <laughs> from, uh, you know, we're playing board games and watching eighties movies, but, 80s uh, movies. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, but that part of it's been fun. And like you said, we've just been doing things together. My oldest daughter and I have been jogging, you know, uh, every other day, or we've been down in my basement where I know you have a little gym in your basement. I do the same. Uh, We've been working out down in the basement. So, uh, you know, we've been able to do more things together. Now, the, the flip side of that is you hit it on the head. You can get on each other's nerves if you don't give each other space. Yep. So I think that's that's the other side of it is spend more time together, do more things as a family or, you know, uh, whoever you live in the same house with. 
but also give each other some space when you need it. If somebody needs yep. to go to a room by themselves and do some reading or whatever, respect that yep. because otherwise you're going to drive each other crazy. Yeah. You need to set up some boundaries and know that, Hey, listen, and don't be afraid to say it, you know, Hey, I just need right. some, I need some decompression time. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't be afraid to say it. So yep. another, another silver lining um, that I see is as a country before this hit, our economy was booming. The stock market was at an all time high. Things were going very well for this country, particularly economically. Politically, I don't know. But economically, uh, it was going in a great direction. And I think people kind of, when, when there's no adversity, right, when there's nothing that you have to overcome and work together, people start to fight each other. And I, I, I was kind of seeing that in the political realm. It was kind of like... I've never seen the Republicans and Democrats more polarized in my life. Um, so what I think this this may do is if we reflect on 9-11 and the financial crisis in 2008, that it, it brings us together as a country. Sure. You know, we, we look out for our fellow fellow man, fellow woman, um, and, 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 and show that brotherly and sisterly love as we should. Um, and, and a good Example of that was, uh, I'm not sure if you've ever read, um, uh, uh, what's his name, Sebastian Junger? Um, uh, yeah, I know who he is. Okay, he, he wrote Tribe, and he talked about that, and, and particularly when Hitler was bombing the crap out of England, uh, London, that suicide rates went down, um, people um, checking themselves into um, mental clinics, mental hospitals went down. And there were some people after the war who who said, I missed or, or I missed that part because we all unified. We were together against one common enemy and also, you know, rebuilding what was destroyed. So um, think of it that way. Think of look at yeah. it that this 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 virus could be actually healing us as a nation. I know that sounds odd. Well, I think that when we have when we deal with crisis, it gives people a sense of purpose because, exactly. like you said, there yeah. is a there is a common goal, and hopefully, the common goal for everyone right now is use common sense, work together, find alternative ways for us to still be prosperous, yep. and uh, and and show that patience that that you and I are talking about here. Yep. Uh, understand this is not forever. Uh, but it will be for for some time. This is not something that, you know, oh, we just need to hunker down for the weekend and everything will be okay. You know, we're talking weeks, months. It, it will be some time before we get back to what we know as normal. Right. Uh, but, yep. you know, this isn't forever. I think that's the key. All right. Do you have any silver linings that you're thinking about? Well, you know, the, the biggest thing, as as we mentioned, was just spending a little more time with family uh, because everybody's life is moving so fast. Things are moving slow now, right, yeah. for a lot of people. Yep. You kind of get up and, you know, I, I still have work to do. You still have work to do. Our, our spouses still have work to do. Our kids have school. But we do have some time. I have lunch with my kids every day now. You yeah. know, I, we make lunch together. Right. Uh, we have We all have dinner together every night rather than somebody's got a practice or, you know, some other extracurricular activity. Uh, those activities are great and you want your kid 
to be involved in them, but it is nice to, to take some time just to be a, a family, a little more like probably uh, our parents did when they were growing up because you just didn't have so many things going on all at once. Uh, so things have slowed down, and I think that is a little bit of a silver lining here, uh, yeah. and people need to take advantage of it. Yeah, they didn't have all these different devices that they could look at in the three channels. Right. 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 <laughs> so, and, yeah. and no remote and no, <laughs> no uh, remote. <laughs> you know, there, there was no DVRs there, you know. Right. And it ended at midnight, right? Yeah. <laughs> all broadcasting yeah. did. So, yeah. At midnight, uh, every channel had the Star Spangled Banner and, and uh, then it went to static. And it was done. Yeah. yeah. Until like 6 a.m. or something. Yeah. Yep. I remember those days. I'm definitely yep. showing my age. <laughs> All right, everyone. So, you know, what's the takeaway here? Be patient. All right. Yeah. Look out for each other. Don't look at e- don't look at each other as an enemy. All right. The the zombies are not here. Okay. There is no apocalypse. All right. It's just a, a major inconvenience, and uh, we're going to get through this. Okay. And we don't need to um, create any more strife than we need to with our fellow uh, man. Does that make sense? I'm all about it, Tim. All right, cool. All right, so we're going to wrap up this podcast. Uh, in closing, um, just know that we are going to be rescheduling our classes. Okay, that is going to happen. And it's also forcing us to kind of figure out how we're going to run our business uh, for in the future. So this is, this is the good that we're looking at. It's forcing us to uh, look at different ways to, uh, to manage a company. So we're very happy with that. Um, please, if you will, subscribe to uh, our podcast. You can do it on uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify. And uh, please give us a, a, a good rating. I'd prefer a five-star. Um, but, uh, you know, you give us what you feel we deserve. And also, uh, we are fairly active on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, just look us up, Granite State Police Career Counseling or GSPCC. And you'll find us. Also, if you'd like to get our monthly newsletter, all you have to do is go to our website, which is gs-pcc.com. And there'll be a little pop-up window that asks you if you want to be part of our newsletter. And just put your email in there, and you're all set. That is it. All right? Anything else from you there, Joshua? No, just uh, for everybody, take care and stay healthy. Yep, absolutely. And for you first responders and medical people out there and truck drivers, we love you. Take care, everyone.